taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and we have a special guest from outside the U.S. Uh, I always love to have guests from outside the U.S., but before we do that, I'm going to preempt the, the entire show by um, giving a little plug to the topic of our last show, which was the brand new, spanking new, sparkling uh, organization called the Paid Search Association. This is a um, industry association that uh, some friends and I put together recently and launched for the benefit of the uh, PPC managers worldwide. And uh, we, we encourage you to look into it. Um, at, you, can, you can find it at paidsearch.org and um, you will recognize uh, many of the board members from this show and, and uh, from uh, seeing them speak at conferences and reading their excellent uh, articles people like uh, Brad Geddes and Frederic Vallez and Melissa Mackey, Ginny Marvin. Um, I'm going to leave a lot of them out, so excuse me. But um, please do check it out and um, uh, interact with us and uh, benefit uh, as we hope you will. So back to the guest. Um, this is David Bain, my virtual friend from the UK. Um, one of my friends that we haven't met, uh, who we haven't met yet but uh, I'm sure we will in the future. David is the author of a recently published book called Marketing Now, also a prolific uh, webinar host and webcaster. And um, we're, well, we're happy to have you on the show, David. Thank you for joining us. Hey, David, thank you so much for asking me on. Great to be on with you and great to be on with you uh, again. We, we've been on a couple of different shows together. Um, right. you, you say <laughs> virtual friends, you know, ho hopefully friend. I think um, by the time you see people um, via webinar video, it makes more of a difference instead really of actually does. just emailing people. So um, I, I feel that, 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 really that we met face to face. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a, a photo of your, of your child who's <laughs> <laughs> the thing who's in the, the backdrop uh, of the last time we were on. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's, um, he's two very soon. So um, nice. going from a baby to a toddler very soon. And uh, can I just say, it's, it's a pleasure to be on Webmaster Radio as well. I actually started listening to Webmaster Radio in 2005. Wow. So that, I, I guess, dates my digital marketing journey a little bit. Certainly. Certainly. That's longer than I've been in the business for sure. Hey, um, we are going to talk today about a, a, a topic that um, so far to me is, is mysterious and controversial, which is the intersection or the, the relationship between content marketing and PPC advertising. So um, I'm going to let you start and we'll just have a conversation about it. Yeah, that sounds, sounds great. You know, digital marketing has been a funny old journey for me. And when I started, I guess it was really started, uh, it was called internet marketing kind of back in the, the, the mid early uh, 2000s. And you could do everything then, but after a while, I tended to zero in on on SEO primarily. Mm -hmm. But um, again, um, you know, after a while, you know, I pulled back a little bit, and I thought, you know, even though there's so much involved in this SEO thing, to do it 
really well. I kind of need to have a decent understanding. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a T-shaped marketer, but a decent understanding of different types of digital marketing. And I think um, I started using paid search um, quite a bit when I was digital marketing manager for a company um, from like 2008 to 2012 or so. And back then, of course, I could get... Um, paid traffic for competitive keyword terms for perhaps five or ten cents per click. You know, right. <laughs> we're wishing days. for those days now. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, but now um, I reckon that because the landscape is so competitive, certainly in in Google Ads and 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 other uh, fairly mature platforms, that you have to obviously do things exceptionally well, but you also know how. PPC interplays with other areas within digital marketing to really ramp up and and maximize the opportunity. So that that got me thinking, well, you know, where do the majority of paid search professionals really focus? And I I think to be honest, it's still, you know, at you know, that at that first touch, at landing pages, at converting people to begin mm-hmm. with. And I, I think the challenge that many businesses are facing or still face is that um, there's this customer journey and there's there are mo- multiple touch points in this journey and that there are so many different types of experiences and pieces of software that businesses use at different stages in the journey without tying things up. And I think nowadays as as channel marketers, you know, we have to maybe step back and think, okay, how does my channel interplay with the whole customer journey and how can I assist other channels, you know, at different touch points in the journey. Good point. Good point. We, we um, talk a lot about uh, the, I, I don't know if you'd call it um, post-visit uh, aspects of pay-per-click advertising, but not enough uh, about uh, what happens once the visitor gets to the site and uh, how, all, how the pieces need to play together in perfect harmony. Um, no. So what, what are some what are some of your uh, bits of advice for uh, content on the site once the visitor gets there? Well, I love HubSpot's thinking or what they've done over the last year or so, and you know they've turned the traditional customer journey into what they call the flywheel, and that's that's an ongoing customer experience that incorporates marketing, sales, and service. So it's a circular approach, and each one leads on to the other. And I think that's a a really nice way to think about what customers actually do and how they can assist you in the future of of what you do in your business and in the future of your marketing activities. And if you think of customers potentially helping you with your marketing in the future, I guess there's the opportunity to have discussions with um, paid search with, with, with other people in your team that wouldn't necessarily be involved after someone had bought from you. But um, I, I like thinking about the customer journey in terms of content. Uh, obviously, Google's got the 3H model that they use. They've got their uh, Hero Hub help model that they like to use. And I I actually um, was doing a bit of digital marketing uh, kind of strategy work and training for for a few companies and added a fourth H onto that that I called heart. Because I I think the main type of content that Google missed in that model was uh, landing pages and high converting type content. So I called that 
heart content as as, as far uh, as as far as the 4H model that I that I came up with. But I mean, thinking about those 4Hs together, those different forms of content, I think is a neat way to really think about how paid search can fit into different touch points that prospects and customers experience a lot along the journey and and that includes things like interacting with hero content so incredible big um informative pieces of content that you put out as a business um you might traditionally as a business have just focused on using those pieces of content to build authority to your domain in terms of seo and build a lot of organic traffic or social traffic but um i would hope that businesses moving forward are doing things like tracking who's visiting those pages and then coming up with bespoke retargeting campaigns Mm -hmm. um for those who have have visited that type of content so i think that's what i'm talking about uh, with regards to the interplay between content marketers and, and, and paid marketers gotcha Hey, um, tell us more about this uh, 3H model. I'm not familiar with it, and I, I'm, I think uh, our visitors or our listeners uh, might want to hear more as well. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, Google came up with it about three or four years ago, and um, essentially it's called Hero Hub and Help. So Hero Content is incredible um, experiential content, um, content that people are highly likely to resonate with and maybe share. Um, so it's the kind of content that you would want to share with your friends. It, 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 it could be a massive piece of content. It could perhaps be even a short video, but just so incredibly high quality that people want to share it. Uh, it's the kind of content that you would spend a lot of time producing as a business. So it's likely that you'd probably only publish it once every three months or so. It could be a massive white paper. Uh, it could be incredible video. It could be a long piece of uh, long-form content on your website. You've then got hub content, which is more episodic content. So that's content that um, people uh, would publish on a regular basis along a theme. So that could be a blog or it could be a podcast series like this as well. And then you've got uh, the help content. Help content from an SEO perspective, tends to be the the types of queries that people are typing in in relation to the the category of business that you're in. Um, These are nice uh, terms to bid on, certainly for paid search as well. Um, But um, it's it, it's, it makes it easier for people to navigate through your website as well and um, makes it more likely that they'll stick in your website and uh, have you have the queries answered um, in relation to to, to to what you're hopefully going to sell the the prospect. So, so, so those were the three types of content that Google came up to, be, uh, to begin with. I added that fourth called Heart, which was really landing page content, selling the content. Um, I mean, from a landing page perspective, you know, obviously, um, um, David, you're um, you know, very well versed with um, what makes a, an excellent landing page. You know, from, from my perspective, I love Simon Sinek's uh, process. You know, start with why and um, you know, then build into your what and your how after that. And I think great landing pages follow that kind of framework. But you know, I, I call those pages heart pages, the heart of what a business does. And I think that um, if ads um, were formed around the various types of content uh, that customers were experiencing at different touch points in the journey, then hopefully uh, they're more likely to resonate with the, the user at the right time. Great stuff. Good. Hey, listen, speaking, speaking of heart, uh, we have some, some sponsors that would love to share their messages with our audience. So David, uh, stay with us and listeners don't go away. 
PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Denticott, Taya Obrecht, Julie Orancher, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with David Bain with uh, the author of Marketing Now. Tell us a little bit about the book. I I think um, you and I collaborated a little bit around that, didn't we? Yes, we did indeed. Um, What we did... Um, it was about nine months ago or so, we um, um, participated in a series of um, online live streams. Um, so I partnered with some big MarTech companies to broadcast these um, three-minute uh, tips, uh, marketing tips from different thought leaders in the, in the marketing world. So I had over 120 marketers join me uh, once every three minutes and share their, their number one tip. Um, so back um, when I did it, I actually called it digital marketing in 2019. So it was the number one tip for that. And you know, I, I went through all the content that was shared and I thought it would be a, a big shame to actually 
pigeonhole it as as digital marketing in 2019 because in reality the content shared the tips shared were so um you know evergreen. high quality and evergreen exactly yes and um so i came up with a name that was a little bit more evergreen and of course i wanted to turn it into a book as well um so hence the the name marketing now and it, it was a challenge to, to to put those um those events together um but of course i've, I've built up to it by having my own podcasts and um, interviewing lots of people for that and then building up that network. So it was relatively easy to get those 120 or so people together to, to create the content as a live stream for the book. I think you must be selling yourself short. 120 people, that's uh, it's like herding cats. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, a lot of cat herding, yes, involved. You, you can make life slightly easier for yourself, obviously, having a decent um, online booking system. But uh, that's right. That's right. it was... <laughs> it was it was challenging and um but it's the kind of weird challenge that i particularly enjoy however i wouldn't if someone's starting a podcast i would not recommend starting with that level of insanity you've got to start with yeah. hopefully just having conversations with people on a one-to-one -one basis so um are you doing anything with podcasting regularly or or uh, is it uh, episodic as it has been Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I actually did my first podcast in 2006, but I, I didn't really embrace the medium fully until 2014. Um, I started a podcast called Digital Marketing Radio, and I did about 200 episodes of that. And that and that, that did very well. Got to uh, quite a decent volume of of, of downloads. Um, but um, I wanted to rebrand a bit and and took a bit of a step back and i was also asked by SEM rush to to host their podcast um as well so i host their uh, hosted their podcast for a couple of series um but then i produced this content um which is obviously for the book marketing now and the intention is to get back to podcasting under the brand marketing now and hopefully i'll be be launching that at some some point in in 2020 Nice, very nice. So let's get back to the uh, the topic at hand: um, content and uh, PPC. So I'm, I'm, I'm you're you're uh, uh, shedding light on a, on something that uh, is really eye opening for me, which is uh, that there is much more of a, a relationship between um, what SEO practitioners do with uh, creating and posting quality content and the propensity of a of a PPC visitor to convert. Yes. Uh, any, any other uh, thoughts on uh, enticing conversions from PPC visitors with content? Definitely. I mean, the, the, there has to be um, an awareness of, of different channels nowadays as well. And I think to begin with, you have to step back and think, okay, what's the state of PPC? What's the state of content? And, you know, what, what has changed? And what are the most impactful, effective ways to go about um, participating in those channels nowadays? Now, obviously, from a paid perspective, you've got artificial intelligence, machine learning, you've got shift from keywords to, to audiences as well. You've got text ads that are st still working, but you've got a big shift towards video as well. Um, so video seems quite interesting. Artificial intelligence seems quite interesting there as well. And if, if But if you look at video and what's particularly successful from a paid, paid perspective now, um, I really like some pre-roll ads on on youtube i'm not sure david if you've seen um an ad by a company called wix uh, have you have you seen their ads on youtube i have not seen them on youtube i'm familiar with the company 
Okay, yeah, I mean, they, they've done loads of um, really interesting hmm. ads on YouTube. Um, there, there was a guy called um, James Veitch that um, um, hosted an ad for them. And I really love the format of the ads because obviously, um, as far as I'm aware with YouTube, it's still the case where over the first, I think it's is it 20 or 30 seconds, you don't actually pay for the, the, the view as long as you, um, if someone actually skips the, the, the ad. I mean, right. it's, it's, that, that certainly was the case. So if someone watches the video or in the first segment of the video then skips then as an advertiser that's not going to cost you much but as a creative advertiser how can you take advantage of that so what wix have done um is they've said um from the presenter you want to create a stunning website i've already done it with wix let me show you how it's done and that's the first five seconds that's what's shared in the first five seconds of the ad gotcha. so, so if you think about it, what you're doing there is you're isolating exactly who the prospect is. It's someone who actually wants to create a stunning website. Um, and unless they're the target audience, they're going to say, hey, that's not me. I'm going to click skip here. I'm, I'm going to uh, you know, not, not view this whole ad here as well. Mm-hmm. So, some, something else that they do around the 10 second mark is just go to Wix.com. And a certain amount of people will do that as well. They'll skip the ad and they'll just go to Wix.com and then they'll not actually pay for the ad for that person that visits the website. So I think, you know, to be the most uh, successful paid marketer nowadays, I guess you have to be fairly creative in your approach. And that incorporates, you know, the whole experience that the customer gets within your ad creative as well as the landing pages as as well. And I, I I think that's a great lesson, you know, from that advertiser, you know, how to be creative um, to maximize your return from that paid investment. Certainly. You know, I, we don't talk enough about uh, video advertising on the show. I, I'm, thank you for reminding me that we need to do a little bit more of it and uh, find some of our experts in that field. Um, so what, what, is, uh, what is next for you? What, what will you be doing uh, in the next, uh, by the end of the year? Sure. I, I mean, I, I'm trying to focus uh, most of my time on podcasting, on hosting webinars, on hosting uh, live summits as well. I've hosted a few live summits for a, a few MarTech companies and you know a few podcasts and uh, a, few, a few webinars as well. I think life is tough and digital marketing is in that it's impossible to be an expert at everything. I, I love the fact so that through my podcasts, I've been able to have incredible conversations with people like yourself, David, you know, who have, you know, taught me uh, different things about their speciality as well, which means that I don't have to uh, go out and research it myself. I remember years ago, I used to uh, read lots of blogs, but now I just interview experts as well. And, and that's a great way to actually really? teach myself uh, how to do it. So I'm, I'm producing podcasts actually for a couple of companies in London as well. It, it's funny how to a certain degree when you're you're, you're self-employed that if you just put yourself out there and um, build relationships then to a certain degree opportunities will find you I'm, I'm trying to focus in on um, the areas of digital that, that I'm most passionate about I, I think I've in the past I've maybe been guilty of um, trying to do too much and mm-hmm. trying to be an expert at everything um, and, and maybe even focusing on money over um, quality content and uh, doing things that I'm exceptionally passionate about. And I'm, I'm trying to have the mindset now, okay, if I'm focusing in on these areas that I really love and I become an expert at that, 
and people reach out to me for help in those areas, then I'll eventually build an income stream as a result of that. And and like people, people, you prominent people within the marketing industry have reached out to me to host their, their, their podcast and their virtual summits. So it, it seems to be working after a while. Good, good uh, job. Very good. Hey, uh, we need to, to break again for another set of messages from our sponsors. So, uh, David, hold on for a second, and listeners, don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the b2b marketplace webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing from seo to affiliate marketing to social media e-commerce mobile marketing and so much more our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air on demand and available on every mobile device that you can imagine this is webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere the pursuit of ppc continues welcome back to ppc rockstars here's your host david zatella and we're back headed into the home stretch with david bain um david uh do you get involved with live con- conferences at all I'd like to do more of that. Um, I think uh, I feel that I've done that a lot in the past and it takes a lot of energy to put them on. I remember back in 2007, 2008, I I used to do my full, my my own workshops. I used to actually uh, do training sessions, full day training sessions. And I remember after doing that for a day, I was like in the hotel room, (laughs) in the bath going, I can't move. That's it. No, I and, and and it's really really tough to do that. It's not so bad to do a, a talk for for five five minutes, but I still find it much more exhausting to do that face to face than 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 doing virtual. Um, in, in in saying that, I, I it's likely that I'll get more back into it. But I've always said that what I need to do is develop my 
my my online offering um, to be a bit more effective and uh, obvious before before I do too many conferences. I, I think that um, there's a few people out there that do conferences because they they love to do conferences mm-hmm. and they don't they're not necessarily building up a subscriber base or you know a potential um, set of customers uh, as a result of doing that and i think it takes so much energy to participate in offline events you, you need to have a bit of a, a strategy behind it if you're doing it truly yeah it's a uh, young person's game too <laughs> well i heard um i was listening to a previous episode and i heard that you're doing a couple of uh, conferences uh, this year david so that's right in fact next you, next week yeah, I'm good stuff. At, uh, state of search in dallas and then ungagged in los angeles but I'm, I've I've been doing uh, much uh, far fewer conferences uh, in the past few years than I had in years past. Um, I was Is doing that intentionally. Are to... people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- yeah. Definitely intentionally. I mean, <clears throat> um, you know, I've, I've I've done conferences for forty years, and uh, I I really really enjoy them. Um, so the blush has not come off the rose. It's just that it's just. Uh, uh, too much time in the road, too much time away from family. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I live, uh, I live on the ocean side. I live in, in a place that people go to vacation. So, you know, wh- why spend time uh, working when I don't need to? Yeah. And also let them come to you. Wait until there's exactly. conference in your back door. <laughs> exactly. That's right. So, um, where do you go to get information? Where, 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 what other um, sources and resources do you use to get uh, uh, information about digital marketing or any other topics that you need to know about? I, I think the place that I used to go probably more than anywhere from an SEO and, and paid search perspective was Search Engine Land. You know, that continues to be a wonderful source of um, information with regards to, I guess, um, new new things that are available within um, within the software, within you know um, what's happening in the, the, the various algorithms as well. Um, but um, I, as I mentioned previously, you know, I've, I've pulled back a little bit from uh, consuming blogs so much. To instead uh, interview people, there's, there's a couple of podcasts that I, I quite like listening to. I think the podcast that I most uh, listen to at the moment is actually on a podcast called Mixergy by Andrew Warner, okay. and it's it's a little bit more kind of entrepreneurial and focused on the challenges that business leaders face in the first few years of building their business. You know, but but also from a marketing perspective as well. And they're, they're really long interviews, and he goes into depth and he really challenges the various business leaders as to why they've done certain things so i, I find that quite an interesting show i'm I, I i zero in on podcast production quality as well so i like to listen to a, a specialist podcast called podcasters roundtable as well just go, going into the geeky stuff and uh, you know, what what makes a good show it, I, that, which reminds me that uh, you know Webmaster Radio was at the forefront, as, as you pointed out earlier, of uh, not just um, podcasting but um, digital marketing as well. Absolutely. Used- I mean, I, I said, you know, I remember, you know, listening to Webmaster Radio 14 years ago. Um, Shoe Money, I think, was uh, the show that's that right. I listened to mostly then, that's but right. there's, a, there's quite a few other great shows. That's right. And uh, back then, I think it was the founder of uh, Webmaster Radio, Darren Babin, who taught me that. Um, 
way back then, the uh, acronym PPC stood for pills, porn, and casinos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous how much has changed. I mean, back, when I was really getting going with um, doing well with SEO, um, maybe 2005, 2006, uh, I was ranking... Not for those um, categories of businesses that you were talking about there, but um, for a fairly competitive um, type of business. And um, I was ranking for a keyword that was bringing me in about a thousand organic visits per day. Nice. And and um, it was it wasn't bringing me millions, but it was making me over a hundred dollars a day just just for the from the AdSense on the homepage. Nice, very nice. And kind of back then, I could actually you know arbitrage and um, have paid search ads um, by, you know, I, I paid maybe something like three or four cents per click. And I was making an average about seven or eight cents per visitor. Nice. And I, I, I was doing things like having 60 or 70% click-through rate uh, from my ads and the pages that they were landing on. But Excellent. Those, those, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Hey, David, unfortunately, we've come to the end of the show. I could talk, uh, we could talk for, for a long time, I'm sure. So I hope uh, you'll come on again sometime. It, that sounds great. I mean, it, was, uh, it was wonderful to be on with you, David. Uh, an absolute pleasure. And um, hopefully we catch up soon. Same here. And listeners, uh, uh, I think it's, it's uh, incumbent on us to let you know that we will be celebrating or we, we Webmaster Radio will be celebrating 15 years in business on November 17th. So uh, cue the crowd noise and uh, <laughs> uh have a, have a drink on us on, on November 17th and um, come back in a couple weeks. We've got another episode of PPC Rockstars for you. Take care. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.